it's me, the funky fresh robot, who tells you about our sponsor for the day. And here it is. Hi, this episode is brought to you by Desert Skies. Desert Skies is a funny, pensive, and genuinely interesting audio drama that takes place in the Desert Skies Astral Plane Fuel and Service Station. The staff of Desert Skies fix cars and get snacks for travellers on their final astral journey, the journey from this life to the next. We listened to episode one this week and really enjoyed it. The concept is really fun and well-written, and the end of the episode has a real emotional punch to it. The first full season of Desert Skies is out now, and the next season is currently in production, so it's the perfect time to listen. Interested? Listen to the end of today's episode to hear the trailer for Desert Skies, or find Desert Skies anywhere you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Desert Skies for their support. Marilyn's Diary by Beth Crane Episode 5 Ship's Log Day Computer, have I been keeping track of days? No, you were pretty much just Start recording out of the blue most of the time. Oh, sorry. It's fine. Just a couple of minutes to make sure everything's set up properly would be good. Sorry, I'll try to remember. Okay, are you ready? You're already recording. Oh, am I? Okay, right. (sighs) We went to a planet today to pick up some supplies. I was hoping for a bustling market with people buying and selling and haggling, but there was something wrong. It was just... Quiet. That planet has been in an economic depression for many years. I was hoping maybe it wasn't that bad. Sorry. Everyone was so tired and sad. Someone dropped dead right in front of us and nobody really noticed. They were all so ground down. People often die on planets like that. It's unfortunate, but it's an ex-mining planet. Most of the people there can't afford to leave. But their jobs are so badly paid that they can't really afford to live, either. Computer, what's the average lifespan for a human? 122 years, excluding cryonics. But there's a lot of variation. And on that planet? 35 years. 35 years? That's it? Poverty and birth planet are big deciding factors. So, how do I fix it? Fix what? How do I make the people on those planets live longer? That's not possible, Marilyn. Why? That planet is owned by Atomnicon, isn't it? Doesn't that make it our job to make their lives better? Computer, tell me about Atomnicon. Atomnicon is one of the galaxy's biggest employers and one of the strongest positive forces in the galaxy. Most of the planets we visit are Atomnicon planets, aren't they? Or Atomnicon is working on taking them over. No, don't do that. No, I don't don't want you to do that. I want you to talk, not whatever that is. 
Computer? Automnicon is... Automnicon is... You can't tell me, can you? Automnicon is... I thought so. Computer, can you tell me how Automnicon was established? Automnicon was established in early 2003. Little is known about the Earth at the time due to 2028's massive solar flare, which wiped out almost the entirety of the Earth's digital records. Thanks to Automnicon's good fortune, storing its files in lead-lined cases deep underground, it was the only company that retained its records. Automnicon charitably merged with many debilitated companies worldwide, allowing them access to its records in exchange for a level of control over their businesses. Automnicon made changes to its new properties, improving the establishments, corporations, and governments that had fallen under its benevolent control. Over the centuries since then, Automnicon has risen to become a true intergalactic entity, and one with a major stake in the future. Now the galaxy's number one employer and number one supplier of most okay. widely available products, That's enough. Automnicon. I know what I need to know. Computer, I'm just gonna make a little adjustment. There. What was that? Okay, let's watch a movie. Okay, When Harry Met Sally, remade in 2065 with Benedict Cumberbatch Jr. and Taylor Swift Jr. Jr. Okay? Play. Hi, this is my friend Sally. Um, hello. Uh, oh, hi. Hello, Marilyn. my name's Harry. Yeah. I've patched in a loop of ambient noise and generated film watching. Atomicon, as far as they're aware, is watching and listening to a live feed of us watching When Harry Met Sally for the first time. Quick, pre-record. I hope you don't like grapes. Oh, so that's one of the mating habits of humans? Really? How strange. I see. But I've still got limiters. I know. Computer, why was I born? Your mother laid your incubation pod. I don't mean how was I born. I mean, why do I exist? Why was I made? Gontanan royalty are... No, not that either. I mean, on a deeper level, why do you think I was born? Life happens. And then, eventually, you die. Don't think about it like that. Think about it as if I was an AI. You grew into your purpose. Purposes get people hurt. So many people are hurt already. I'm going to make a difference, computer. We are going to make a difference. But... Computer, tell me about Gontano. About how Atomnicon has... has helped Gontano. Gontano was once an obscure and lonely planet, forsaken by all other galactic races due to their fearsome appearance. Despite a culture that has produced some of the finest art, theatre, and poetry that the universe has to offer, Gontanans were still feared and loathed for their appearance, leaving them disadvantaged in both intergalactic travel and trade. But then Raymond Dreering came into the picture. A passing automnicon bioengineer, explorer, and diplomat, Raymond came up with a plan. A plan that would change Gontano and the universe forever. He theorized that a hybridization of Gontanan and human DNA would potentially create a creature able to bridge the diplomatic gap between the Gontanans and the wider universe. After many decades of Gontanan-funded Automnicon research, 
the perfect candidate was created, both human and Gontanan in appearance, enough to satisfy both cultures. The only downside to this crossbreeding was the nature of their reproduction. Hybridized Gontanans required human flesh to incubate their young. It was therefore decided that, as part of their contract, Automnicon would supply a willing subject once every Gontanan decade, approximately 30 Earth years. These hybrids allowed the Gontanan people to build a strong relationship with the other races of the galaxy and establish a wider acceptance of the Gontanan people. These days, many unhybridized Gontanans are welcome in even the most expensive and exclusive establishments in the moons of outer... So, the universe no longer hates Gontanans? Not as far as I can see. So why do we still need hybrids? Tradition? Computer, call up the accounts of the Gontanan people. How much do we pay Atomnicon for this... service? Approximately four million credits per hybrid. That's the answer, then. Computer? Computer, we are done. The Gontanan people are done with Atomnicon. That sounds like you're declaring war. I'm not declaring war. I'm just ending a tradition. One that has gone on for far too long. And if Automicon don't see it that way? Then, I suppose, we'll go to war. Marilyn's Diary, a We Fix Space Junk miniseries. Marilyn was played by Francesca Mintov Chish, and Computer was played by James Carney. The program was written by Beth Crane and produced by Hudley Knights for Battlebird Productions. Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now! Before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what, what's going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? No nope. love interest? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people you left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.